my God. I have Christmas um, goosebumps all over my body from my bald head to my beautiful feet. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> what did you call goosebumps that one time? Douche pimples. Douche pimples. <laughs> my dad calls them. I have one aunt. I think I talked about her on this podcast before. I can't remember tearing my family apart. We're not even in for a minute. <laughs> really just like not happy with her life and, and just says things that are like so cringe and makes you uncomfortable and it gives you douche pimples that's what we call it it's like oh god <laughs> sometimes i'm even realizing when i'm giving myself douche pimples and it's a good body check-in like stop it right. like sometimes she talks like a baby like she's an adult woman she's like don't you love me don't you love your aunt? i'm not gonna say her name aunt <laughs> if anyone in my family ever listened to this, they would absolutely know who I'm talking about, but I'm still blanking out the name for safety reasons. I was in a cast with a girl, very lovely girl, definitely crazy cat lady. And I love cats. So if for me to call you that is something. And she would put up photos of her cats on her phone and like baby talk to them with you in a conversation with you to a photo of them. And she'd be like, he's my good boy. He's my special boy. And you'd be like, okay, I'm happy your cats are doing well. Oh, well range. <laughs> Why do people do that? I've never had someone do baby talk and been like, oh, I'm so glad they did that. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> yeah, you're so cute for that. Right. Oh, they're a big baby. Oh, like I've never like felt that way. <laughs> you know who has perfected baby singing through her whistle tone? Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> I was going to say the queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That makes more sense. <laughs> Mariah Carey, because today we are covering Mariah Carey's new Christmas special, Merry Christmas to All, available on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And this is our little tradition. This is our third year covering something Mariah Carey Christmas. We did the Apple Plus special, and then we, she did another Apple Plus special. And then she's like, I go back to primetime. The year she stops doing things like this, I will be so depressed. That's, I mean, we'll probably stop the podcast then, because like, what's the point? Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to say I was a little disappointed before we get into it. <gasps> I hate to start off things negative. It's always me. But I'm going to say I was a little disappointed. Why? Because it was a solid concert. And I wanted a fucking chaotic train wreck like her other holiday specials that were just like bonkers and like, what the fuck is going on? And this was a legit concert. I mean, I'm very proud of her. She did a, a fantastic job and it was well put together. And, and she, but it was, there was no, there wasn't a lot of craziness and I was a little sad. I actually so disagree. I think it was pretty fucking bonkers. Oh, <laughs> I know it was a concert. I know it wasn't full on scenes like we saw in previous specials, but she did her Mariah mainstay where she calls out someone in her creative team. Like she does passive aggressive banter in the middle of her songs. That's a Mariah staple for me that is insane that I love. She just says crazy things to the audience the whole time. Yeah, I did write down a few of those. I feel like all of her bits in the songs, like how did no one like write that for her? I think it's because she's ungovernable. She's an unstoppable force. You can you can give many things you want, but she's going to do what she wants. I don't know. I'm really reading into things. I'm reading into like body language and stories I've heard. And you know, I live for this. I live for Mariah being the diva. I think it's her brand. I love her for it. She's an Aries queen like me, but I think the people around her fear her. I do. We saw how when she was upset, how like nasty she can get. And that was on live 
television, that New Year's Eve special. So I can't imagine when the cameras were off and she walked off that New Year's Eve stage, like she was probably like tearing people a new asshole. Is that a saying? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And she's super particular about things, clearly. Remember in the second special she did when she came at them for the tree, the Christmas tree? She was like, I wouldn't have done the tree like this. I would have done it like this. It was a classic, beautiful Christmas tree. And she was very hateful about it that I live. Right. No, I do remember that. You're right. And if you don't remember that moment, you shouldn't be listening to this episode. You should be listening to our first two, Mariah. It's a trilogy. This is our Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Rings of Power. <laughs> the Mariah of Power. She's our Gandalf. And we're just hobbits following her around covering her adventures i'm <laughs> frodo you're samwise <laughs> samwise ganja samwise ganja that's a good ass <laughs> name bitch <laughs> I do have to bring in a bit from Twitter, a bit of drama that I read on Twitter. And I'm an asshole because I know I screenshot this, but I can't seem to find it. So I'm not going to say the the Twitter user's name, but um, kudos. Just make it up. We make up everything anyway. You can just say it's anything. Samwise Ganja said that... <laughs> <laughs> because this, of course, happened live in Madison Square Garden. And they were there and said that Mariah was 45 minutes late to start the show, which mm. classic diva. We love it. Would you ever start a show? If you had a solo show, would you start it 45 minutes late? I I hate being late. I never late. On time is late. Like, you should always be there early. It's one thing as well. If you're touring and something goes wrong, travel does fuck you up. I get it. Sometimes they have no choice mm. but to be late. Girl, she was in New York. You know she was in New York. She had to be at her hotel in New York, which could not have been far from Madison Square Garden. Her iconic penthouse that was on MTV Cribs. I don't know if she still owns that penthouse, but like, hello, what do you mean you weren't in New York? You think your time is more important than that whole whole stadium full of people you don't give a shit about. And not to mention all the people who work and the people who are ushering. The ushers have families they want to get home to. The whole schedule is pushed back 45 minutes because of you. The, some, the, there's an usher who probably wanted to tuck in a child <laughs> and read them the night before Christmas before bed. And now that child, the nanny has to put that child to bed and that kid's like, where's mommy? Mariah Carey is more important than me? Mariah Carey is more important than me? That's what the kids ask for mommy. But we do love her. We're this is Mariah's here. villain origin story or like that kid's villain origin story of like the growing up to hate Mariah. Yeah. She ruined my Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, we love her. She's madness and I could ask for nothing more. This is this is what I expected. I wish that I wish they held the special for 45 <laughs> minutes. I wish it was 45 minutes of <laughs> Okay, let's jump in. Okay, it starts. The people are excited. We get tons of shots of everyone in the audience. It's really cute. They're all dressed up. Bitch comes down in a big-ass snowflake. Whistle-toning Sugar Plum Fairy from the first special. This entrance is insane. She's giving us nothing physically except one hand. It's the best. It was a strong beginning. When she came down from the ceiling at Madison Square Garden just whistle-toning, I was like, okay, this is going to be unbelievable. I think that's my dream entrance from the ceiling. I've never done anything like that. Have you? No, I'm scared of heights. So I feel like I wouldn't enjoy that. Oh, shit. I would like to be looking up from the ground. Oh my God. When we do our, start doing our cabarets, we'll find ways to do lifts with you. Or you could be lower down and I could be raised. And then we meet in the middle. And we sing, you raise me up. Or why can't you just meet me in the middle? I have a holiday smoke break challenge. Take a hit or a shot or a bite of a cookie every time you hear Mariah do a whistle tone. I do recommend getting a sober buddy to watch you for your safety. Happy holidays. I had a, an Irish coffee this morning, so I'm I'm feeling special. Good. You deserve it. You've had a rough day. Have, but it's only 930. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
Okay, so we start with Mark the Herald Angel Singh. The gown is iconic. Of course, she's serving us a lot of great outfits in this. I will say that I get it. She is fucking singing her face off, but it doesn't look as easy as it once did for her. Like her face looks a little, there's never full joy. There's always moments of like trying to hit it in her face, fear in her eyes. Was I just high or did you like- No, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I do. I wonder if, I don't know, the trauma of that New Year's special. Yeah. And I'm not saying she sounded bad because I think she sounded great. I'm saying that she couldn't not hit it. I'm saying the whole time she was worried about it. Like you said, New Year's was people still talking about it. And you probably want to like show I can do this. But I'll be doing the same thing. I've been worried about it the whole fucking time. Um, This is also her first shout out to an audience member that I noticed. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I see you in the coat. <laughs> I have that same ensemble, darling. <laughs> I want to see that audience member. What is she talking about? What are they wearing? Like fur? Why is someone wearing a coat during the concert too? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> get comfortable. I love all her moments of having talking bits. But this one is where she's trying to amp us up about hope. I love it. I want a Mariah Carey pep talk every day because it's kind of like despondent and we just need hope, you know? (laughs) There was a few of those little speeches that I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) One of them, including Drew Barrymore at the end. I was like, bro, what are you trying to say right now? Drew Barrymore is also a little kooky. Them together. Like, I need one person to be the anchor. Like, fuck, we forgot to write these intros to the song. They're like, just talk about Christmas stuff. (laughs) And she's up there and she's like, Hope and the children, <laughs> and we miss joy and hope for America. And now, all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? And she always works in the word festive. Oh, yes. <laughs> loves. Have you ever seen that compilation of her on like QVC or HSN selling something? And she's like, you know, we get festive. It's festive in here. So festive. Like over and over again. I'll send it to you. It's so fucking good. Love when you send me stuff. All my nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Be a nice change of pace, actually. <laughs> I like when she talks and she brings in whistle tone. Like in this, she's like, and a little bit of joy. Like, (laughs) so stupid. We all need to start doing that. (laughs) Next, we have Joy to the World. And I have to say this fucking version of Joy to the World, it pumps me up. It's good. I did love it. I don't know if it's before she sings Joy to the World or after she sings Joy to the World, but when she's she has a thermos come out and she goes, oh, it's just a spot of tea. She goes, oh, we're not in England. I was like, okay, girl, what are you talking about? Okay. Okay. No, I have thoughts on this. The first is she did her English accent when she did it. Do you remember that reality show she had where she had an alter ego? She'd put on that brown wig and then she had an alter ego that was British. Oh. I have no idea. Oh my God. I'm going to send you that as well. (laughs) That reality show was crazy. She literally has an English alter ego and she was being her in that minute when she was like, just a spot of tay. That was her. (laughs) I think her name is Mimi. I think it's like something stupid like that. What what channel was her reality show on? How long did it run? I don't even remember ever hearing about this. It was short. I want to say it was like six years ago and it was on E. Wait, let me look. Wow. Mariah Carey's alter ego. What is her name? Wait, I'm dead. We have to cover an episode of it because it's batshit. Bianca. Her name's Bianca. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, I was dead of that as well, though, because this is one of the, her first passive aggressive moments where she's talking about England and she's like, I could have been doing this in London. She, I'm paraphrasing. She's like, I could have done this in London, but England didn't call fast enough. What are you talking about? Yeah, what, how are you even supposed to respond to that? Clap? Like, I don't even know <laughs> what she wanted the audience. What, what was the purpose of that comment? Like, what she wanted to get from that? She just wants to shame London for not booking her. And meanwhile, it's like the whole city? Everyone there. <laughs> And then she moves into a talk about sleigh ride where she's like, you know, okay, let's talk sleigh ride. She kind of gets a little Wendy Williams in her voice. And she's like, you know, sleigh this, sleigh that. So sleigh ride, take it how you want. No, it's very literally like riding a Christmas sleigh in the song. You make that very clear. <laughs> oh, she cracks me up. Oh, we get those two tapper women, the tap dancers. Yes. That was a good shot. Wonderful. They were so, so good and beautiful in like shiny sequin jumpsuits. And Mariah goes, I taught them everything they know. <gasps> girl, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Stop making it about you. That these girls have this moment. Those tap dancers were great. I mean, the rest of it was just like dancers and kids like throwing snowballs and just like running around the stage. But those tap dancers were, they were killer. I always love who she hires to be around her. I feel like she always gets amazing dancers, amazing musicians. Even though Mariah is like, it's all about me. I do feel like she wants great people performing around her, which is good. Cause I feel like I wouldn't put it yeah. past her to be like, they all have to suck. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, in Baby, Please Come Home, she gives a shout out to the piano player and the look of fear in his eyes. I would be scared too. It would just take one small thing and the whole house of cards can fall. I wasn't sure if her ad libs to him were genuine of being like, oh, Daniel, you better play. And I was like, mm -hmm. is that her telling him, stop it? Yeah. Is that her saying, I'm speaking, you stop? Yeah. Was it subtext? I don't know. But we'd love to have this man on the podcast. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, we want to talk to you. We want the truth. If you need to go into hiding, we can help you, Daniel. <laughs> Witness protection program for people that have worked with Mariah Carey. <laughs> Contact us. We wigs up the galore here. <laughs> we can just hide you. I always think about the backup singers that she got mad at in that Good Morning America performance when she did Touch My Body. And she's like, stop what? singing my part now, baby. At them, like, I'm always on the lookout for that. No, they're in hiding. I hid them too. They're not, they were my first customers. Customers. Can you call them? <laughs> A customer. Wait, what you want? Wait, has Mariah Carey traumatized you? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And then so baby come back, baby come back home. Baby, please come home is um <laughs> It's good. And it's just like a normal, her performing. And then all of a sudden this nutcracker comes out playing the electric guitar. Is he really playing the electric guitar? I couldn't tell. No, I, he has like plush hands on, like fake hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so impressive if he was. <laughs> Imagine. I kind of wanted it to be a reveal and it was like Alice Cooper. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was going to be like Ariana Grande or someone. <gasps> like, I was going to be like, because she did the last one. Or like Snoop Dogg. Where was Snoop Dogg? Yeah. That's a good point. Missed opportunity. It was just a Times Square nutcracker. And she's like, who's this? When he comes out. And we're all like, yeah, who, yeah. who is that? <laughs> it is. It's a nutcracker. Like, <laughs> like I don't know him, girl. <laughs> and if it's not going to be revealed, don't say who's this. Yeah. <laughs> 
just like, hey, nutty, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nuts. <laughs> I've got a ball breaker over here. You know, something like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot. Oh my God. I feel like this is a family friendly show, though. She does a good job of keeping it very PG. She does. I wonder how much was edited out. Her being like, sluts of Christmas. Right. (laughs) Sluts of Christmas. (laughs) You know. Oh my God, did that be our merchandise? Do we get sluts of Christmas shirt with our pictures on it in in Santa hats? (laughs) (gasps) We should do our logo, our main photo, but with Christmas hats on. Oh, shit. Why don't we do that? The 12 sluts of Christmas. Uh, Be a calendar. <laughs> <gasps> the 12 theater sluts of Christmas. <gasps> so it's like slutty and slutty Mistopheles. Listen. Slutty. We told you from now on it's extravaganzas starting January. Uh, extravaganzas every week. No more regular episodes and 12 sluts of Christmas. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the 12 sluts of Christmas. <laughs> I love the 12 sluts. I'd watch the film. I'd listen to the music. You know, all of it. In my head, in the manger, it was the three wise men and the Nate clear away and the 12 sluts of Christmas come up. (laughs) Oh my God. Are we going to get canceled by Christians? No. They need to know the true story. (laughs) You can help them. It's what God wants. Right. (laughs) Silent Night was kind of just like, it happened. And then she goes into another spiel where she says a great line, which is, you know, I don't have birthdays, only anniversaries. Fabulous, honey. I'm also going to say something. You know, I love this. Okay. This could have been an hour. This did not need to be an hour special. I'll agree. It it was during Silent Night that I looked at the time and was like, there is still an hour and 30 minutes left. And nothing really happened after that that was much different than what I've seen in the first half hour. So it's just like, damn, this was too long. The end is just a concert of her hit. She ran out of shit to sing. I do like that she brought in a lot of guest stars, though. I could have used even more, though. It wasn't enough for me. Mm. It wasn't enough. I wanted more. And even, like, I just wish the Rockettes... Well, I mean, I'm skipping ahead, as always. But I wish the Rockettes just did a Rockette number on their own. Yeah. Just more of them would have been great. More of anyone, really. It felt like all the guest stars were utilized so little. And this is our first guest star, which is her daughter, Monroe. Which, of course, she works her children into this. I wouldn't say that next to actual kid performers, they do well. I think this moment with Monroe is great, but like later on the sun comes out and it's like, we don't even get his face. He's constantly like looking in a way that the camera doesn't catch him. I just see his hair. And then you have like these actual kid actors next to them that are projecting and body language is correct. It's just kind of rough. It's like, why are we forcing these kids to be in Madison Square Garden right now? Like why? So we need to talk about Rocky, little Rocky. Rocky, that's the same. At least Monroe could sing and she did a song with Mariah. And I thought that was pretty adorable. Yeah, and she sounded great, like the perfect little kid, pure voice. But God bless him, it felt like Rocky had no talent, but she still wanted to put him into the show. And they gave him like little skits, almost. Like he had like little bits, like he had a skit earlier and he comes out later and he does that bit where he announces a couple of rappers and then like leaves as the kids start dancing. It was very confusing. It was like Rocky was pissed that his sister got a song. So they were like, fuck, we need to put Rocky on the show. And they wrote these little weird ass skits to throw him in. It was very uncomfortable. I didn't need skits, period. It just wasn't the style of the show. If I get a skit, I want Mariah like dealing with live reindeer or trying to like move a sled or something. Like I don't want Rocky talking about how his mama don't wear 
fake diamonds. I didn't even know what the point of that skit was. It was so fucking strange. Everything with Rocky, <laughs> like, here we go. Anyway, Rocky, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're great. It's just, you know, it's rough out here. In professional performing worlds, you have kids that are absolutely unbelievable. That fucking Matilda trailer, Red Beret <gasps> Girl, it is what it is. Rocky. You got to step it up. Especially in this era where we're calling out Nepo babies. Or don't step it up. Just don't do your mom's Christmas special if you don't want to. Just be rich and enjoy your life. Maybe go into the sciences. Travel. (laughs) (laughs) To the world. (laughs) We've got tons of suggestions. Right. (laughs) Oh, dear God. That being said, Away in a Manger with Monroe is very cute. I wish Monroe said anything. Mariah just like introduces her. Monroe's covering her vagina with her dress. Mariah's. Oh, yeah. She's like, mom, your pussy's out. Yeah, pretty much in so many words. (laughs) It went on for a long time. (laughs) My daughter and Monroe's like, Jesus, girl, cover it up. Put your clam away. Put your clam away. another book called Mariah's Christmas Clam. It's oh my phenomenal. God. <laughs> Just like a little singing clam with a Christmas hat who like brings Christmas to the mermaids. Who's also voiced by her. So she's <laughs> going to do a duet from her mouth and from her clam. Like, would you not love to see Babies Cold Outside starring Mariah Carey and also starring Mariah Carey as the Christmas Clam <laughs> together? Mariah, if you're listening, we've got an idea. We would love to produce Mariah's Christmas Clam. Mariah's Christmas Clam. Off-Broadway, next to the bubble show. Let's just do it and cast someone as Mariah. Like, you can be Mariah. <gasps> oh my God. She'll sue us. <laughs> can you imagine my testimony in court against Mariah Carey? Oh my God. I would have everyone sobbing. It would be honestly this generation's OJ trial. Oh, <laughs> me versus Mariah Carey. Everyone would be watching it. Kids would stay up from school to watch it and the, the verdict. Where were you when the Mariah verdict came out? When Mikey got acquitted? <laughs> I don't have like a van, so we can't do like a famous van chase like that trial, but we can like, I can get like a city bike. <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming on my city bike. <laughs> I'm following me. <laughs> so Billy Porter. Billy, I think it was a beautiful song. I've never heard it. Jesus got a mama just like mine was the name of the song. That's it. Wow. Billy looked amazing. That outfit, the rings, the piercings in his hair, the red eyeshadow, the big billowy sleeves. Billy looked amazing. Billy sounded amazing. I just wish it was a fun song. When Billy came out, I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. We're about mm. to go on top of a party. And it, it was just like a kind of a sad song I never heard before. And I wanted him to like go next. That would be nice, actually. But it was just, it was a different, it was a different journey he had planned. I actually love that song and I love the message of it. I've never heard anything like that. About just like a mother's love. I do agree. When Billy Porter gets an up-tempo fucking fun song, show steal. Maybe that's why though. Show stealer. He was like, no, you're doing a, you're doing an unknown sad song. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, okay, thank you for having me, Miss Carey. <laughs> and I think I would have enjoyed this more if there was a like I want him to come back and do another fun song. Yeah, there should have been two. She wouldn't allow that. At the end, it's really just like her for a long time, and I could have used another break, like something else in there. Yeah, absolutely. This next gown she comes out in. Oh my god, she is snatched. She's got to be corseted to the gods under there. Her waist is tiny. This long satin red, like kind of a sexy Santa dress with a long train and of course her man her backup dancer whose name I don't remember he's super hot comes out and escorts her just to walk not even to dance or go downstairs it's amazing why didn't she have him do anything he's so talented (laughs) it's so crazy to like have him in the theater off stage and not to use this man's talent 
just walk me. Just come out. He had a good night of work, though. All he had to do was walk. Yeah. I mean, he comes out again at the end, but he just escort. He just comes out again and walk. Like, easy. That's like his job now. Just professional wife escorter. Girlfriend escorter. Whatever they are. <laughs> I want to escort you everywhere. I wish that was my <gasps> job. If I'm ever obscenely wealthy, I will hire you to do that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have to pay me with my honor. <laughs> Pro bono. Right. I don't remember what this song is, but it's cute, is what I wrote. And in the middle of it, all these trees light up behind her and she just goes but do you like the tree (laughs) (laughs) her banter is so funny she's really awesome it's called christmas is in the air again is the name of the song oh that's it in uh their defense they do write the name of every song underneath i just missed it and was too lazy to go back this is the only episode i've ever had every song title down it's just because they put it on the screen <laughs> they should do that more especially if it's songs you don't know they're like newer christmas songs i think that's great i'm usually like the song where the guy sings <laughs> to the girl in the room <laughs> This smoke break is dedicated to the 12 sluts of Christmas. We could not celebrate this holiday without you. You know who you are. So in this next bit, introducing this next song, she says, this was my first Christmas love song type of thing. (laughs) That's how she... (laughs) So articulate. (laughs) How did you not... Like, how did that get okayed? (laughs) So you know this is edited like crazy. Whatever that you said it live, we do weird things live. There wasn't something better. Like, what what did they edit out? My first Christmas love song type of thing. (laughs) And that beautiful introduction led to Miss You Most. I don't know this one. I did not know this one. I guess it was on her original Christmas album, apparently. Oh, okay, okay. It was her first Christmas love song type of thing. Of course. Uh, Yeah, first Christmas love song type of thing. You know, usual. (laughs) And then she says, when when Christmas comes, which is also, they were both kind of okay. Like same kind of, it was same dress. Not not a lot happened. It was- I have shit here. Oh, please. First, at the end of when Christmas comes is what I'm talking about. It seems like the ending doesn't go the way she wanted because the song ends and she's like, oh, guys, I thought we were going to do the jingle all the way at the end. She's looking at the band kind of expectedly. And then Daniel, the piano player, starts playing and she's like, jingle all the way. But it was really, I don't know if that was like a written bit to be like, ha ha, guys, or if that was real. Like what happened there? We'll never know. Yeah, very strange. We get, oh, holy night and the choir. Oh, we never talked about the choir. There's a huge choir. And they're great. They're wonderful. And they come back for Oh Holy Night. It's beautiful. This was definitely on her Christmas album, I believe. I definitely remember hearing this. And before Oh Holy Night, she starts passively aggressively coming for the people who schedule things. I don't know why. Something like she starts talking about how she wanted to be in New York earlier, but she couldn't. And she's like, listen, I'm not the one who schedules things. Like, not the queen of scheduling. Write it down. Like, she keeps saying things like that. Yeah. So, you know, she's like mad at her assistant or something (laughs) she's just putting all these little like jabs at people like live on stage at Madison Square Garden in a Christmas show the audience is like in Santa hats and reindeer antlers they're like what like confused like (laughs) (laughs) they're like we don't even know your assistant right And at the end of Oh Holy Night, her man just slowly escorts her off the stage while the choir is finishing the song. And and the choir is killing it. It's beautiful. But it's so her exit is so slow that you're like, this is the end of the song. Just her walking slowly. <laughs> odd. It was very odd. <laughs> Talking about odd. Then we get into her 
punk, sexy schoolgirl of Christmas alter ego. Very 80s glam. Yeah, it's like that Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas song. I do love this song. A unique one for her. I've never heard her sing this. I mean, it's kids dancing on stage, but of course she has to be included somehow. So on the screens behind the children is her dressed like 80s glam. She doesn't come out in 80s glam. It's all um, just video visuals behind the children. Yeah, and Monroe is playing guitar and these two other girls are like playing and, and backing her up. And then there's kids playing trumpet and some other horn. I can't remember. Maybe saxophones. It's very cute, but I was just like, what's happening? A costume change is what's happening. She needed to change it to her next costume. <laughs> Bring Billy Porter out. What the fuck? Yeah, this should have been a different celebrity. This is where we get Rocky's weird scene as well about his mom not wearing fake diamonds. And then we get Oh Santa. Yeah, was originally sung in, in the other special with Ariana Grande and Hudson. And they did not come out. It was just Mariah singing this. But the Rockettes did come out and join her for a little bit and then leave for a good chunk of the song. I thought it was great as well. I've never seen her perform with the Rockettes. I don't know if this has ever been a thing. But I thought this was like a match made in heaven. I was like, keep going. Going. I loved it. I wish the Rockets did more. Like we said, they're so good. I I saw the Christmas Spectacular a couple weeks ago, and it was mm. wonderful. They have a new number where called something like Flight of the Fairies or something, where the Rockets are just like fairies, and then they have these drones come out that fly above the audience like little fairies. And at first, it's really magical and really cool. And then the longer they stay out, you could see they're very robot-like, and, it, and it's kind of weird. And they have to make an announcement to not like grab the audience. Not not. To audience, not to grab the fairies. <laughs> 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 what? Wow, I want to see that. Nothing makes me feel Christmassier than them. So it's like, come on, Mariah. These are like your girlfriends. Is next here comes Santa Claus? Yeah. And okay, we finally get some guest stars. But I'm gonna be honest with you, I have no idea who these men are. I've never heard of these men in my entire life. It is Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, isn't he like a big music producer? He's a producer. I'm pretty sure he was in the special as well. Like he came out with Snoop Dogg. Oh, Jermaine Dupree is a rapper. Also a producer, songwriter. Let's look at like his most loved songs. Oh my God. He was married to Janet Jackson for seven years. Oh my God, Janet Jackson. We'd love to have you on the podcast. With Mariah Carey, he released Sweetheart. Um, Some stuff with Jay-Z, Tamar Braxton, Lil Wayne. Big deal. Well, in my defense, I don't know any music producers. I can't name one music producer, so. Yeah, I totally get that. I also didn't know who Slick Rick was. I feel like that's like an 80s rapper or something. Slick Rick, an English-American rapper and record producer rose to prominence with Doug E. Fresh and the Get Fresh crew in the mid 80s. I will say that from Rocky coming out to these rappers who I didn't know coming out and then Santa comes out and he starts throwing gifts and this is the first time I wrote like this is the chaos I wanted. Like we finally got to the place where I was like okay <laughs> this is it. A lot was going on and it was chaotic and she was trying to smile in the middle. <laughs> she was dancing. It was so much happening. You're like what and I was like there it is that's a Mariah Carey Christmas special this was when they start cleaning up her hair and makeup on stage I mean I'm Yes, I don't know if this was planned or not because they start fixing her makeup on stage and she just starts singing and she does like Madison Square Garden, December 16th. Like she sings like the day <laughs> they are. 
And you're like, what's going on? Like, why are you sitting the date and location? And then she just starts doing crazy whistle tones while they're doing her hair and makeup. <laughs> so you're just watching these people do their work while she's whistle toning. It was very, very bizarre. This is always my question in her shows and presentations. I'm like, is this a bit? Is this just madness? Did this just not go over well? I can never quite tell. And that's kind of the fascination. I mean, this is like the fifth time we've asked, is this planned or was this like chaos that they caught on camera? Like, I, I, I don't know. She is chaos. I love her for it. Once again, we don't have answers for you on this podcast. Just questions. We don't know. <laughs> and we never will. And we never will. How do you feel about all these greatest hits? For me, I didn't need anything other than Christmas. Listen, I honestly didn't write anything except what the titles of the songs were. I mean, she does Big Energy, Heartbreaker Remix, My All, Emotions. I love these songs, but I'm in the Christmas spirit. I'm in the Christmas spirit. This should have been an hour. <laughs> And some of them weren't even like really big hits. Some of them were just songs she did. It felt like they were really trying to like fill this two hour span. In the middle of the hits, we do get Billy and her husband come back out and they give her the plaque for a 12 time platinum single. Did we need an award ceremony in the middle of it? This bitch put in an award <laughs> ceremony for herself. For herself. <laughs> That's iconic. No one loves themselves more. And, and we should all take a fucking note out of her book. Honestly, the amount of self-deprecation I go through on the daily. <laughs> I wish I was half as confident. For the past hour and 45 minutes, people have just been clapping and yelling and, and applauding for her. And she was like, not good enough. And, <laughs> and holds it and smiles while people just... Do you know what I think about this as well? Sometimes it feels like propaganda because there'll be songs like she'll be singing a ballad. There'll be like a little pause between that final long beautiful note and they'll just go they'll edit definitely edit into uh the audience and have a person there who's just staring into the camera saying we love you mariah and then she finishes the song and i get it it's still like fill things but it also feels like they're brainwashing us <laughs> into being like we love you mariah you're perfect mariah and we're falling for it it's a little scary i wonder if actually entertainers sometimes use means of propaganda in a way in their messaging to make make fans love them more Honestly, do you watch The Vow on HBO about the cult? Which one is The Vow? Uh, oh, sorry. Nexium, the cult where they branded. Oh, no, I've not watched this. You have to watch it. And the second season is better than the first. Oh, wow. Because they get the woman who is second in command. The first season ends with her sitting down for an interview. And the whole <gasps> second season is all the trials for all these people. This woman who is pretty much the villain of the first season. You're like, you want this woman to fucking fry with the shit that they did. They're in her home with her. And you find out like she's taking care of her two elderly parents and if she goes to prison no one's there to take care of these parents and it's all this stuff and you find out like she was really brainwashed too and she was kind of a victim of, of this man anyway I'm going on a tangent but these people talk about <laughs> When you're in the cult, you can't see the yeah. weird crazy things you're doing because you're in it. So when they said that, I think about things in my own life. Like if people were to like from another like civilization come in and watch us at a Mariah Carey concert, like screaming, like saying, we <laughs> love you, like so devoted and intense. This woman who just by herself sings and holds an award, we all cheer for her. I'm like, what <laughs> 
like in a cult, it really makes you think. You're exactly right. I listen to this podcast called Sounds Like a Cult, mm -hmm. and it's them dissecting things that people are like, oh, Trader Joe's, what a cult. Oh, Soul Cycle, what a cult. And then they actually yes. go through what actually are the markers of a cult. And they're like, is this actually, does it actually have any properties of a cult? And sometimes it's really surprising. And sometimes you're like, oh, we're just being dicks about that thing. You know what I mean? Wow. It's so good. You'd love yeah, it. Okay, I'm going to listen to that. Mariah Carey, I feel like she should be dissected on that show. Her her lambs, her fans. To be honest, though, they do have an episode that's about just like fan bases and like stan culture in general. And they're like, oh, this can be a cult for sure. Uh, depending on how far you take it. The cult of Mariah. That being said, if anyone starts a cult for us, we're not against it. We are ready. <laughs> yeah. We will make you do like crazy shit. We'll just like do fun things like vacays. Watch all the screams on Halloween. That's the only rule of the cult. <laughs> That's bomb. That's a great cult. So Drew Barrymore comes out and does this ridiculous <laughs> speech about, I can't even tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you. That's our, it's classic song. Just what you'd expect. She comes out. There's more children. That's how they end it with the classic song. I was wondering why Drew Barrymore was a part of this. And then I was like, oh shit, she has a show on CBS, doesn't she? Like a talk show. Is her show on CBS? Yeah, that probably makes sense. I thought it was NBC, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's CBS because that adds up. It's like, what does, what do they have to do with each other? What do they have to do with each other? It's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. Thank you, Mariah. I loved it. I had a great time. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. I mean, we did talk about how we think you're a cult leader and <laughs> that we're scared of you and have to go into witness protection. But honestly, we <laughs> love you. And we don't even care about those things. Fuck those things. We are members of the cult. I feel like we are lambs. Nobody is like her. Nobody is doing what she is doing. And I actually need more of it. She's a camp icon for me. Very few people would crash and burn the way she did and be able to keep coming back every year yeah like she hasn't stopped since it's not like she did that new year's and just like disappeared which i feel like a lot of people would do she's like let's do it again it's another holiday and she keeps doing mm. it i mean we see her sing that song every year that's really really true i bet you that's her diva spirit energy but i feel like also she's doing it for us because she knows that her energy during christmas it actually does put me in the christmas spirit i do feel like she does this for the fans and the culture and i appreciate it i can't celebrate the holiday season without sitting down and talking about a Mariah Carey Christmas special with you. This is yeah. This is part of our lives, like putting up the tree, lighting a menorah. Yeah. It's our holiday tradition. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all so much. We hope you have an amazing holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year, everything. Everything. We love you and we love Mariah. We love you, Mariah. Can't wait for next year's Christmas special. Merry Christmas and just keep chilling. High Flying Adored is hosted by us, Mikey and Grace. It's produced by us, Grace and Mikey. Special thanks to Andy Mowat for our kick-ass theme song. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're streaming this on. While you're at it, please follow our Instagram, High Flying Adored. That's flying with no G. Email us at highflyingadoredpodcast at gmail.com. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you.